Good evening. My name is Brenda Gatlin, and it's a privilege to be one of the senior pastors here at Duluth Vineyard. And I want to thank you just for being uh, willing to come and be with us today for this really special service called Remembering God's Little Ones. Created life is always, always a gift from God. And we're here today to even etch in our hearts a deeper memory of children whom we've lost. And we've come together to declare that all of the children, babies, even some adult children that we're celebrating were human beings and they were created as a gift to be loved by uh, their family, their parents, their friends. And we're coming together to acknowledge that having lost children, no amount of time, uh, no amount of time passing erases our memory and our loss or even our desire to have them with us and want to have them with us today. And we're coming together to comfort one another and to find strength for the journey of losing little ones or children that we love, especially, I think, as we approach the holidays, because there's special family gatherings around the holidays. And in fact, I think we want to even give ourselves permission to admit our fears about the holidays coming up. And honestly, some of us aren't even sure if we really want to go through the pain of some of these family gatherings. And so today we kind of just admit that. We're looking for ways to be present with family, uh, to be honest even about our hesitancy. And most of all, just to not let the pain of loss push us away from our families and isolate us during family times. And even if we knew the answers to the questions that just naturally come up to our hearts and minds at times, uh, there still wouldn't be any adequate explanation for the loss that we feel. It's painful. And I believe that it's also painful to God, who created uh, the world and, and all of us, and he wanted it to be perfect. That was his intention. Uh, that his creation would be perfect. And as Jesus himself said in the parable of the lost sheep, it's not the will of your father that even one of these little ones should perish. But through all of our personal loss, we have to find a place just to reconcile it all. And we need a place just to rest our restless and even doubting souls. I'm going to pray and just invite the Holy Spirit to come even more because uh, I know that we, we don't want to go through this uh, without God's presence. Father, we thank you for getting us here today and thank you for uh, just the fact that we can come together today in, in memory of our children, in memory of your children. And we're looking for more, God, more peace and more comfort and more hope more gratitude. We just we admit that we live life at times confused and we're looking for just any any kind of meaning because we don't understand how to live with loss. God, would you just come even closer right now? Would you come Holy Spirit? Would you help us just to find uh, more healing just from being in your presence tonight? Because that's what we need. And and help us God to find 
comfort for even the hurt that just runs really deep. And God, I've felt all week just, just the collective sorrow that we feel as we gather together. Uh, each family here is just representing a, a tragic story of loss. It's, it's almost humanly unbearable. But you're here with us. And there's hope, and there's light, and there's strength for us tonight. And so help us. Help us to receive your strength, to see us through what we face this holiday season. And, and even to face tomorrow, how we'll do that. We invite you even more. In Christ's name, amen. In the front here, we have many different items on display, some pictures and blankets and other things that are here because some families chose to share them with us and honor their children as we remember them together And in a few moments, um, I'm going to be reading aloud the names of the children that we will be remembering tonight who have been named. And when I read the name of your child, I invite you to come to the front and to light a candle for each child that you're remembering tonight. And if you have something displayed, uh, we'd we'd encourage you just to light the candles nearest to your, your photos or what you have here. And whether you have items displayed or not, we'd love to have all of you who are remembering a child today light candles. And so there's candles spread out across here uh, for you to light as well. And if you like, you you can have one family member come forward to light a candle as a representative for your family, or you can come as parents, or perhaps there are some of you that want to come as a whole family or as a group or with some friends. It's your choice. Uh, just do what, choose what feels right and natural for you, what you're comfortable with. And when you come to the front, you're going to receive a lighter from one of the attendants that's going to step up here. And uh, please just take t- your time to light, light the candle, and then you can just hand the lighter back to the attendant and on your way back to your seat. And, and we will start our candle lighting first with those whom we have names to read, and then after a moment of silence, also for uh, others whom we have not named out loud here today. So, Casey Kemick and Caden Kemick. Ezekiel John Kemick. Silas Michael Kavin. Ayla Grace Frost and Jade Early Frost. Caden Johnson. Heather Johnson. Samuel Edward Olson. Our Angel Madsen. 
Trevor James Matson. Gerald Brent Mishad. Mishad. Benjamin Scott Jones. Liam J. Bear Covet. Melissa Marie Janetta. November Baby Manson. And another November Baby Manson. Edward Everett Berkren. Katie Joanne Berkland. Grace Marie Goodrow Kunkel. and baby boy, Kunkel. Thomas Joshua Green. Preston Savoda. Madeline Audrey Priest and Rosa Priest. Michael Salveson. Jeff Heward and Chris Heward. Randall Gustafson. David Samoroth. Cade Aho. Joshua Lager. Jason Edward Matson, Baby Truman, and another baby Truman. Baby Morton. Baby 
Alan Wood. June baby worms. October baby worms. Alice May worms. Elliot Nathan worms. Alexis Marie worms. Aaliyah Rose Seiler. Joel Thomas Langhuth. Thomas Bowen. Jefferson Baba Bowen. Patrick Robert Brown. Andrew John Huchuk. Cameron Gerald Sternberg. Jordan Dean Esselstrom. Tammy Lynn Haugen. Talia Phillips. Twin baby Gail. And another twin baby Gail. October baby Van Tassel. May Baby Girl Van Tassel, July Baby Van Tassel, July Baby Van Tassel, December Baby Van Tassel, Gabriel David Heeslip. Sam Miller. And Serena Autumn Graham. Alex Robert McCarthy. Nicole Hopkins. Lisa Badker. Nathan Milo Kalstroff.
Craig Murphy. And Emily Johnson. Now we like to have a moment of silence for all the children who have not been named aloud, but we are remembering them today. And as the attendants approach the end of your row, we invite you to make your way forward to light a candle for each child that we're remembering today that hasn't been named. Come to your row. Just feel free to come up if you haven't lit a candle yet and you'd like to.
Now our attendants will light the remaining candles as a symbol to the families who aren't here with us tonight in remembrance of children lost around the world. Father, each one of these little lights represents the gift of a child. And we thank you that every, every one of them is kept in your care. And as we sit in your presence, we want to thank you for being their caretaker and their father in heaven. And Father, we thank you that they'll never ever again be hungry or thirsty or tired or cry or hurt, and they'll never be sinned against. They'll never suffer from the things of the world because you, God, will keep them and you will care for them and you will be their shepherd. And we take comfort and strength in that. This time I'd like to invite Rebecca Priest to come. Rebecca is going to read a passage for us in memory of her daughters, Madeline, Audrey, and Rosa. I will be reading 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble 
with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Thank you, Rebecca. Sometimes it's hard to worship whenever we're suffering. And so one of the things that we value is just learning that, learning how to look up, put our face toward God, and to say those things that we know are true about him, even though sometimes our hearts feel shaky about some of those things when we're going through losses. Uh, and so we're going to uh, sing just a couple of songs here, and we'd like you to just have the freedom to stand up or sit down, whatever you're the most comfortable with, um, as we just sing a couple of worship songs uh, right now. The love 
arms and fold me till I am only a child of God.
devil all my days Hallelujah Hallelujah Our God reigns Hallelujah Our God reigns Hallelujah Our God reigns Forever Psalm 119.68 says, Lord, you are good, and you do only good. The Lord was really good and gracious in giving children to you, parents, mothers, and fathers. And God is good in receiving each and every one of those children in his arms when they left us. And every time that God um, has opportunity to comfort us, he comes rushing in to pour out that comfort and that strength on us. You know, God does not make mistakes in our lives. Even though sometimes tragedy suggests that, it often suggests that, and that's the first thing that sometimes we feel. And in the Father's arms right now, our children are having an amazing experience of God's grace and peace. In fact, they're experiencing the fullness of God and his love. And we're in this tension of living in this world where we don't really have fully the kingdom of God yet. We don't get to experience it all the time. And, and even though it might seem to us that our children you know, didn't really even get that much of a chance, depending on their age at, at the time of loss, um, but that their life was cut short in some way. Uh, and it seems like you know, that they might... Well, we miss them, and, and certainly they already are, though, experiencing life at its fullest because of where they are presently, enjoying all the privileges of heaven that, that we want to enjoy one day. And God's, uh, you know, in the middle of our heartache, the goodness of God, you know, we tend to sometimes feel lost, and it just shakes our confidence in God's goodness. And in the middle of all of that heartache, it's hard to choose sometimes to believe that God is good. But he is our only hope. And sometimes, you know, the only way that we're going to make it through some of the things that we're suffering from is with God's help and with the other people around you that are helping you hold on to what's true and helping you hold on to uh, who God is and what's true about him. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit will, will help us as we go through the holidays and we think about some of the things that uh, we are going to face that seem challenging and sometimes we're even hesitant about, that the Holy Spirit will help us in those moments and we can just say, come Lord, and, and he'll come rushing in and we'll experience just in that moment the strength and the comfort that we need to hold on to Jesus. In the book of Isaiah, he speaks of a time when the kingdom of God is fully established uh, and 
right here we have you know the new heaven and the new earth and in it we hear the voice of God speaking of a time which is still to come. Isaiah 68 says, Behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. And I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will not be heard. Never again will there be an infant who lives but a few days. And it goes on to say that life will be eternal. There will come a time. There will come a time when there is a new heaven and a new earth. And a time when loss like you've known will never happen again. Right now we live in a time when we see glimpses of the kingdom here on earth. But we don't see it all the time yet. Not until we see the final reign and the final rule of God over his new heaven and his new earth. And so we have loss and we mourn what's happened because we feel all of the effects of the not yet part of the kingdom. And God weeps too with us. And some people might say that, you know, our children's death at this time or whenever these occurs, some of these events have occurred years ago in our lives, that somehow, uh, you know, God wanted them or it was God's will, but I don't really think so. God, God does not will the death of a child or a baby or the pain of the parents of that child. And many, many things that happen in this earth are not the will of God. But we live in a fallen world and we suffer from the effects of living in the tension between the kingdom that is not fully come here on earth and the kingdom that is coming presently where I believe our children are, are presently thriving and healthy. Some people might say to you that, uh, you know, God wanted or needed your child in heaven with him. And I'm confident that they are with him, with the Father, but I'm pretty sure that God didn't want them to die right now just so that he could have them with him. Some people might try to comfort you by saying that you're young and that you can have other children, and that may be true, but other children are not going to replace your lost child. And the empty place left in your heart isn't going to be filled that simply. And I'm sure that people who say things like this say them to try to comfort us. It's their desire to, to they want to say something that will be helpful. But there are no easy answers. And the Apostle Paul said, what then are we to say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? It's important to know that, that God did not do this to you. God did not want your child's death or your pain. But he is with you in the middle of it. He's walking through it with you. And wants to help you through it. And what's more, because God gave up his own son, Jesus, God totally understands this kind of pain. God gave his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. And it's, it's easy to think, you know, but Jesus, Jesus rose from the dead. And maybe, you know, and my child didn't, or I still have the loss of my child. But the reality is this, that because Jesus rose from the dead and he's alive, that's what gives us, that's how we're given 
resurrection to new life as well. His resurrection gives us life after death. And it's because Jesus rose from the dead that we can have this complete confidence that all of the ones that we've lost have new life also. New life that, that it can never, ever be snatched away from them. So Jesus' resurrection is this picture of the coming kingdom right here on earth. And it was this huge sign that the kingdom had come crashing into the natural realm and death was conquered through Christ's resurrection. And the first Easter morning was the first day of the new heaven and the new earth. It's, it's starting to be established. But it's not, it's not a finished work yet. It's in process. And certain times of the year, probably there's anniversaries of, of the day that you lost your child or your child's birthday, holidays, family gatherings. They will always hold this memory for you. But you are invited to be very aware of this. Remember that as you celebrate Thanksgiving this year, or as you celebrate Christmas this year, and you lean into those family gatherings, there's something yet to be grateful for. Grateful that Jesus, coming to earth as a baby in the flesh, walking and living right here on earth, and then his death on the cross, it, it brought him in touch with human suffering. And then his rising from the dead and being fully alive, he knows. He sees your pain and he sees your loss and he has ex experienced that. But you are also celebrating this, the rest of the story. The resurrected Christ made it possible for all of our children who we miss so dearly, they're now restored to the Father. And they're in heaven. They're with him where they are today. And so let these family gatherings, let these celebrations just remind you of your children playing and thriving and growing and healthy and content and happy, all because Jesus conquered death so that they can live. And we can live forever and ever as well. The Bible says, for the lamb in the midst of the throne will be his shepherd, and he will guide him to springs of living water, and God himself will keep and care for him. And one day, those who believe in Christ will be there to see it with our very own eyes. And until then, we will believe it with our whole hearts. God is here with us today to pour out so much on us. And one of the reasons why we wanted to gather you today was because we, we really want you to experience and to find some hope in his grace and his healing. Day by day, he wants us to receive love day by day. He loves it when we respond to those gifts of grace and, and mercy and love. And so today, the next thing that we want to do is we want to invite you to just respond through some simple prayers that have been written by a mother, Christy Kemek, who has lost three children, Casey, Caden, and Ezekiel. And Christy has had a major role in helping us plan this service, and we thank you, Christy, 
for these really heartfelt prayers that you've written because uh, you are an incredible example to us uh, of just humbly walking with Jesus in the middle of your losses. There are four prayers, and you're going to find them on the back of your program. And those of you who are reading the prayers, if you wouldn't mind coming now, you're going to see these four prayers on the back of your program. And today we've invited parents who have lost children read, to read them for us. And they're prayers of grieving and healing, trusting, hoping, and thanksgiving. The first prayer will be read by Molly Kavine in memory of the loss of their son, Silas Michael. Molly. Um, this is a prayer of grieving and healing. Father God, we give ourselves permission to grieve, and we commit to the healing process that is a healthy model of dependency upon you and intimacy with you. We know you are faithful, trustworthy, and good. In our heart and in our need, we ask you to lead us through our grief into healing. We pray your name be glorified through our grief, through our healing, and through our lives. God, I look to you in my grieving for even more healing as I remember Silas today. Thank you, Molly. If you like this to be the prayer of your heart today, just please join together by saying amen as a response. The second prayer will be read by Rob Lager in memory of the loss of their son, Joshua. This is a prayer of trust. Father God, we choose to trust you in your sovereignty. We choose to trust the plans you have for our lives and the lives of our children. We ask you to meet us here where we cannot trust you on our own and give us the trust we need. God, I choose to trust you as I remember Joshua today. If you would like this prayer to be the prayer of your heart today, please join together by saying amen. The third prayer will be read by Tammy Morton in memory of the loss of their unborn child. A prayer of hoping. Father God, we know our precious children are with you now, and we will be united with them because you are gracious and loving. Thank you for the hope we have because of the sacrificial love displayed by the death and resurrection of your son. Thank you for loving our children. Thank you for loving us. God, I find hope in you as I remember our baby today. If you like this to be the prayer of your heart today, please join together by saying amen. The fourth prayer will be read by Sherry Jones in memory of the loss of her son, Benjamin Scott. Sherry. A prayer of thanksgiving. Father God, thank you for blessing us with these children. 
Together, we acknowledge they are unique and formed exactly how you wanted. Thank you for choosing us to be their parents. We love them and miss them during this life of part. God, I thank you for the gift of Benjamin as I remember him today. If you would like this to be the prayer of your heart today, please join together by saying amen. Thank you, parents. We're now going to watch a memorial presentation, and the song used here is called Logan's Song, and it was written by Melissa Barnett. She's the daughter of Marie and John Barnett, who are well-known worship leaders in the vineyard. Melissa wrote this song shortly after her son Logan died, and she performed this song for the first time in his honor at at his funeral. And graciously, Melissa uh, doesn't live here, but she agreed to share the song with us for this service. The pictures in the video were taken by gifted members of our community, some of whom have also experienced child loss. Joy. 
John 11:25, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life, and anyone who believes in me will live. And even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Jesus is talking about eternal life here. And our hope of seeing our children rests entirely on our own decision just to surrender to God's love and receive the gift of eternal life ourselves. And sometimes we think death is God's fault. But ever since God's perfect plan got completely messed up by sin, God has been pursuing us and trying to restore us into relationship with himself. And the entire Bible is the story of God redeeming us from the sin of this world and pursuing us with his love so that we could be restored to the Father. And we all at some point in time have moved away from God, and, and maybe even through the losses that we've suffered, it's caused us to be angry at God or move away from God in some way because of just hurt and pain and, and disappointment, uh, which can really just hang over us and not lift for, for months and even years. And, and every one of us have had times of just going, going our own way and carving out our own direction in life, trying to figure things out on our own. But God didn't throw up his hands and disgust and say, you know, well, you're going to get what you deserve. You're gonna, you, you don't want to be near me. You're going to suffer. In fact, God pursues us. He runs towards us. He sent his own son, Jesus, just, just, just to turn us around back to himself, back into a loving relationship with himself. And Jesus died on that cross, and he paid that price for our sin. And he waits for us now just to receive that free gift of grace through this simple faith, simple confession of sins, because he's longing, he's wanting, he's waiting for that relationship with us that's real and meaningful. And the reality of death that we're experiencing here today it's something that God, it's not the Father heart of God for us. It's not something that God intended for us to experience. But Jesus' resurrection is the answer to that, to death. But by God coming to earth in the person of Jesus, he's reaching out to you and I, seeing, seeing our, uh, you know, we could never see our children again without that kind of intervention from God. We could never connect with God again without his intervention. And a relationship with God is, is fully, completely based upon his faithfulness, not ours. I mean, we're simply responding to the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us. And so we're offering our lives back to him, just in complete surrender to his love. And then from that point on, we enter into a new relationship with God, restored to him. And we find more hope than we find outside of that relationship with Christ. We find more grace. We find more healing. We find what we're looking for in times of loss and confusion. Because you have, and if you have that relationship, that eternal relationship with God, you know, you can know that you're going to be restored to your children one day. And Again, I just want to remind us of how our children are now enjoying like new adventures. They're thriving, they're whole, they're healthy, happy, all because Jesus conquered death so that we can live forever and ever, and they can live forever and ever. So you might be realizing today that you don't, you, you don't know that kind of love. 
and that kind of hope that I'm talking about. And you don't know Jesus as your friend who will, who will always be there. And I think your children would think it would be pretty amazing thing for you to begin a relationship with God at this memorial service if you don't have one. And so I just want to give that opportunity as we close just to respond to that pursuit of God in your life by giving your life to Christ. It doesn't matter if you're, what your church background is. It's not about being Roman Catholic or Lutheran or some other church or no church if you haven't been in church for years. And you might have even prayed a prayer at some point in your life. But today, as you contemplate your child's memory here, you've looked at your own life and you've discovered, I don't have the confidence that I will be with my child again someday or that I will live forever with a Father in heaven. And so I'm just inviting you to give your life to Jesus and just to know that your sins are forgiven and just to start this amazing, more hopeful, more gracious walk of faith. So as we continue right now, we just want to give God that opportunity to reunite with you and fill some of the emptiness that we have. And we all have it because we're meant to have relationship with him. And it's not about religion, but when suffering happens in life, it's always an opportunity to respond to God. And so I just want to give you that chance to open the door and let God come in to your life as you surrender to him. So if, if you've never had that, I just am going to here say a, a short little prayer along with me. And it's just simply a way of telling God what's on your heart, what's on your mind. And you can just pray it in, in your heart if you like. Heavenly Father, I, I want to know you. I want to know your forgiveness in my life. And I want to know you in every area of my life. And I ask today, Father, that you would forgive my sins based on what Jesus died or did for me on the cross. And God, I need you more. I need hope. I need grace. I need help. Help me. I just offer myself to you in Jesus' name. If you started a new relationship or maybe walked back into the arms of the Father tonight through this memorial service of children, um, we have just a little gift that we want to give you. And in some baskets by the door when you leave, there's little packets. There's a Bible in there and just a note from us and a couple of things that you might find helpful, felt helpful just, to, just to get started on the right track with God. And you can just, you can just grab them out of there on your way out. Um, as we close today, too, I know that one of the things that we really value is like we oftentimes just you know, put our arms around each other and just, you know, just pray together and, and bless what God's doing. And so there's many people here that would love to just pray for you. If you just long for uh, more healing, or maybe Jesus hasn't really been in the center of your grieving, and it's just you feel really alone in it. You don't feel like he's with you, walking through it with you. Um, that would be an amazing thing to just, just let somebody pray with you about before you leave today. And so we have some people that love to pray, and they're just going to come up even now and just be on my right side here. And we're going to go ahead and close. And, and at any time, you can come and just have them um, just, just come on up, and they would love to pray for you on the side over here while we dismiss.
Um, but don't leave if you really want a touch from God. You want to experience something uh, tangible from him tonight. He's always wanting, always working, always weaving, and has uh, something in mind for us when we come in his presence. We just want to bless that tonight. As we close, I want to give you uh, just an invitation to stop briefly in the lobby outside and pick up a gift that we have for you there. Uh, um, if you are remembering a child today, for each family, we have some helpful resources for additional healing and help that you might want along your, your healing journey. There's also a memorial certificate that we've made with your child's name on it if you gave that information, and a copy of the service that we had in memory of your child. And we're also giving you a small booklet that has been made by several artists in our church. It has some beautiful poetry and artwork in it. And some of the artists and the people uh, in our church who do some really lovely work collaborated together to create this booklet. And it's just a, a keepsake from our time together tonight. And even some of them had uh, found healing as they did this artwork, knowing that it would be given to you and put in your hands. But some of them have suffered losses as well uh, of children. They found a lot of healing just from creating this little book of art that we want to give you. And so just to pick up these gifts, you just simply go into the lobby and just have one person from your family go grab a, a gift bag at the table. And uh, if you gave us the name of your child, it's, it's personalized. And so you can just tell them the last name of your child and they'll find your certificate and booklet and give that to you. And, and even if you didn't give us the name of a child um, or you didn't na have names that you brought forward, there's still um, bags there for you as well. We just uh, want to give you uh, one as well. So everyone you know, that's here, please stop by the table on your way out. We'd love to bless every family here with these gifts. Um, let me just close us uh, with a final prayer. Father, we, we, really, we, we believe that you uh, did take little children into your arms from our arms and that you blessed them. And we thank you that you gave us our children, no matter how long or how short it was, even for a very brief time. And I thank you that these families made a place in their hearts and in their homes to love them. And God, I thank you just for the assurance that you've received them to yourself and that you'll keep them safe always. And God, your, your compassion, your love never fails. So we just come just humbly to you, and we ask, especially for these parents, God, would you give them your strength? Would you give them your hope tonight? Would you give them more comfort, Father? And would you help us hold on to you? Because you are our living hope. And Father, we believe that all these sweet little ones and even some of our adult children are in your arms and they, they're safe. And so we trust you. We trust you to keep them and take care of them. In Jesus' name, amen. There's uh, coffee and a 
reception with some bars and coffee. Uh, thank you so much just for being with us tonight and letting us into this place in your lives. And God bless each and every one of you.